guys, it's Fabiola Rivas and welcome to the Fabulous Podcast. Every person we ever dated, every person we ever chose to like, they are a mirror of us. And I know you could attract someone who is completely opposite of you. I know it could be someone who is similar in some ways. And at the end of the day, we always pick the person who has the closest values to us. And of course, if you are someone who likes men, uh, like if you're a woman who likes men or a man who likes women, or you both like the same sex, no matter what, it's always a mirror because they trigger the very things that scare you. And one of those things is the people pleasers and the not feeling good enough. And I wish someone told me this a long time ago. But of course, the thing about us is that sometimes we'll get the advice and we just want to hear the good news. We never want to accept the bad and we keep denying it and being in that mode of denial, right? So the feeling of unworthiness, of having to prove your love That means we will look for people who are unavailable or unemotionally available who are afraid of commitment. We are never going to look for someone who is secure, which goes to the anxious attachment style. We want to fight for love. We feel like we have to fight and chase and do all these things to prove that we are worthy of love. And we're always like, I'm ready for love. I am always ready. It's what we want. We want love. Like we all want to fall in love. We all want that feeling. But then we're terrified of the negative feelings, which comes with it. Everything is good and bad. Yet we only want to experience the good. That's not how life works. There will always be bad in the good. And that is why we got to accept how love is. And it is a complicated mess. But we got to embrace it. So going to that unworthiness of love. When we say that, we still want love. We want Prince Charming to come and rescue us. Or we want a princess that we can help. And those are the people uh, like us of like unworthy because I include myself in this that will sabotage a relationship because the moment you like someone, you feel unworthy and then you need to push that person. You need to test that person. If you are someone who puts test of love, like like you need to you need to test them. You need to see if they text you back all the time. You need to see if they fight for you all the time. You need to see that they do for you what you do to them. But the reality is that tests are exhausting. And if you're testing someone, that means that you want it to fail. You don't want to fall in love. You want to run away the moment you can. And you want to have that excuse of, oh, he can't do this. Okay, I'm just going to run away because now that's the moment we sabotage. That's the moment we get into that flight mode of I am leaving because falling in love is scary because we don't want to get vulnerable. We don't want to get vulnerable. Why? 
because we are scared they're going to break our heart into a million pieces and then we're going to be sad when we forget to realize that love is also beautiful, that love is amazing. It's like that moment when negative things happen, we run away. Why don't we do that with a job? Why don't every time our boss yells at us, why don't we just run away? But of course, we're in it for the money. My Most of us are in it for the money. That's what we don't need. Whereas in a relationship, we have that option of running away. And we don't see the goodness of it. So going back to that unworthy men, I used to go after guys who were afraid of commitment because I was afraid of commitment too. But I really wanted love. And I would always say, I'm ready for love. And why do I keep getting these guys that don't want commitment that are always always finding a way to like me and then they like somebody else or stuff like that and it goes with putting your standards of what you want and not being afraid are you really ready for a commitment in this moment right now can you have a relationship with the life you have that was one of the biggest lessons that a friend just told me and she said can you be in a relationship right now and as much as I would like a relationship right now I'm not ready for one at all I have so many things I gotta focus on myself and so many things I want to grow before I even get to a relationship and that's okay and we gotta be comfortable with being with ourselves a lot of us are are those kind of people who always need to have a relationship. Those people who can always attract a relationship, that's amazing. But you're depending on a relationship. You are codependent on someone to always keep you happy when you can keep yourself healthy. So when you find yourself in a situation where someone doesn't commit, then you got to look at yourself and be, what am I doing wrong? What are the standards I'm not putting up? What are my triggers? What am I afraid of? Because we attract the ones who are afraid of commitment because we are afraid of commitment ourselves. Yet we don't want to realize it, but we want to blame somebody else because it's easier to blame someone else than it is to blame ourselves, which is goes into people who date married people. Like if you're dating someone who is married. You are dating someone who you shouldn't be dating. That forbidden fruit is what drives people insane. Having something you can have is the ultimate prize. It's more exciting. It's more uh, fun. And that's what flirting is. That's what the chase is. Guys love to chase. And if you can be that forbidden fruit, and it doesn't have to be because you're married or because like you're in a position of like you can't be with someone. It's just that flirtiness of like, let's slow it down. I'm gonna slow you down. I have standards. So you gotta prove to me that you are worth my time. Stuff like that where they are excited to chase you because you are forbidden fruit. And this is vice versa, by the way. Even guys, like you gotta show your standards, your value and a girl has to see that you can be manly enough to be the man you want want to be because that's what it is if if you can't be strong for yourself guys how are you supposed to be strong for a woman and it's all that work and if you are afraid of commitment you're going to run away and then you're going to feel like shit because you're running away of all that fear so going back to the married and 
and all the kind of people that are forbidden fruit. We want to work for that love. We want to earn it. And love isn't earned like that. It's, yeah, it's putting your standard and seeing if they fit and that chase is good. But that forbidden fruit, you know what it is? It's an excuse. It's an excuse so you don't actually get hurt by the person. Because if somebody else is married and they say, you know what? I don't want to be with you because I love my um, husband or wife. That's not you. That's that's the other person. So you could blame the other person that you're not with them. And it's not you. So you don't have to get that full hurt of somebody being like, I don't want to be with you because we're not meant to be. It's easier to have somebody else blame or that forbidden fruit of like, let's say you want to date your boss or something like that. And then the boss like, I can't date you because I'm the boss and and this is my reputation. See, that's an excuse because now uh, it's that thing that's giving. It's not you. It has nothing to do with you. And we forget that actors... Actors put themselves on the line for being themselves. That's why dating an actor is a little more wonderful because they're very secure with their bodies and they've been rejected enough by who they are that they are very, very comfortable with who they are, which is not everyone, but they have that comfortability. That's why we love actors. A lot of us love actors because they're very comfortable with their own skin, but I know that's not everyone. Of course, there's like a lot of bulimia going around, a lot of like image stuff going on. But that rejection, they have a higher threshold of that. But most of us are not actors and most of us cannot face being rejected by who we are. And that's when self-love comes in is loving, knowing that it could be taken away from you and that's the ultimate relationship i see my girlfriends always having a way to try to run which one right now is because the way they ain't texting enough a lot of times guys aren't huge texters especially guys who are very successful and driven they don't text as often and you also don't want someone who texts a lot because then they could be the kind of person who are boring in person. No offense. Like I text a lot so I could say it, but I'm also fun in person. There are a lot of people who always get vulnerable through text, always say what they got to say through text, but in person they're quiet and they don't say anything. And that sucks because that means you're kind of cowardish. You can't be upfront about things, which is we want the kind of people who are upfront about things. So that's, that's canceling what you want. Like, you want people to be honest for, to you, but you can't be that kind of person because to say it through text. Like, it makes no sense. And being in our own skin and knowing our worth gives us the higher relationships we want. There are reasons why the love you have is dysfunctional. There is a reason why there is a line of people who keep failing you. There is a reason and it all starts with you. And I know it's kind of like that ego comes up of like, excuse me, it's not all just me. But what are your triggers? What's triggering you in a relationship? I know I've sucked at relationships so bad because I was a people pleaser. I didn't put my standards. I felt like I always had to work hard to want a relationship. I did all these things. And even up to um, a couple of years ago, 
I had to be in my masculine energy of like, I had to go chase the guy. Like, it's like, we have a connection. Let's figure this out. Instead of letting the guy do his thing and chase me. Because that is the thing that we don't realize. Guy or girl, doesn't matter who you are, is what do they bring to the table that can benefit me? What work have they done so they can have me? And I know that sounds so damn conceited, but you know what? When you start valuing your worth, when you start knowing who you are, it's a different scale. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. This applies to both of you. And I know guys like to chase, but at the same time, it's you got to know what you want. Is this working out for you? And that is why on a date, you got to ask the right questions. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like, look, I have a daughter. I need to see if this is going to work kind of thing. Um, It's more of like seeing their values, always asking the why question. So let's say they talk about, um, I don't know, accounting, right? And how accounting work is hard and blah, blah. It's like, why do you like accounting? Why, uh, why is it something you love? And then they go into the passion of it because numbers are my thing. I like to solve problems. I'm not into accounting. It's very boring to me. So I'm just making it up as I go. And you start knowing somebody or if somebody talks about like movies and stuff. If somebody asks me, why do I love movies? That creates that bond of experience where it actually gets to help you know who I am and seeing those values it's what's gonna tell you and determine is this fitting for you because at the end of the day we will be with someone and together we will work on building something and it could be a hookup it could be a something of relationship it could be marriage it doesn't matter you're building something so like let's say it's a hookup you're building a moment And in this moment, is this person worth having a moment with? And are you going to have regrets later about it? And we got to know that because our time is so limited. And sometimes we forget who we hook up with. So even if you're in this moment, you're going to forget about it. So might as well be something worthwhile. I actually know someone who's like obsessed with my cousin, loves her to death, met all of the family. I met him and he's a lovely person and he goes above and beyond for our family because in his head, he's thinking that maybe if he gets close with the family, my cousin will love him. And that's not the case. She's kind of like stringing him along like, oh, this guy is nice. He's doing stuff for me. And I like that. I like having that, but he's not for me. He he's just someone I like that somebody likes me right now because nobody likes me right now. You go into that victim mentality and I'm just not even thinking about how selfish my cousin is. I'm thinking about the guy like, do you not realize you're being strung along? And how hard do you feel that you have to earn love? And my mom was saying, I like him. He's so nice. He's hardworking. He's really pushing for that love. She's an idiot for not wanting him. But in my head, I'm thinking, this guy has no standards. He's just being walked around so he can be proved his, that love. Like he thinks he has to earn when he should be focused. What is she bringing to me? What? Is she showing 
that proves that she deserves my love, which is absolutely nothing. I mean, I love my family, but I know all their flaws. If she really liked him, she would show him what that means. That is why that phrase of like, how come I only attract the people I don't want versus the people that I do want, they run away. Because you show the standards to people you don't want. You tell them what it is that you really don't want. And then they go into that chase of things. Well, we don't do that to the people we like. We let them walk all over us because we think that maybe somehow if we hide ourselves in a mask that we built, they'll like us. But then now we have to keep up that mask for the rest of our relationship. And then when you unveil your mask and you're like, if he doesn't like me at my worst, then he doesn't like me at all. Um, then you're unveiling your mask. And now that person is thinking, uh, I don't, I didn't know this person. I like the person with a mask because that is the person I was shown. I wasn't shown the raw person underneath. So you see how how it becomes dysfunctional? Like we allow it to become dysfunctional because of all of our fears, all of our triggers. But of course, there are exceptions. There will always be exceptions. Sometimes somebody comes along and helps us grow to be better. I mean, all my failed relationships that I had, they have made me better. They have made me take off the mask I used to have and want better relationship and not be afraid of love because that was the thing. I was so scared of it that the moment I got so heartbroken and like my my heart literally was gutted out, pounded to the floor, being up even more until it was like ready to like die kind of thing. Like, like I know it's pretty brutal, but that's how I felt. That's how my heart felt. And I healed that heart. But you know what? The moment I took that heart and restored it and stitched it up, it's like, yeah, I have a scar. But you know what? I'm not afraid because I know how to protect my heart and I know how to open my heart because you know what? It can't get worse than this. And I've seen how bad love can get and I've also seen how beautiful it can get. So I'm not afraid. That fear has been taken away from me. And now I can evolve to a better love. So now if a guy comes along, I always ask, what do they have to offer? Because, oh my gosh, like a guy can can really make me like wait to the knees. Like our connection can be so strong. But at the end of the day, I have standards and not have needs. And if you can't meet those needs, I can't help you. I mean, there are some things I can work on myself. But if I am someone who's constantly working on myself, I expect that from another guy because it's not fair. I did a lot of work for someone to come in and be immature and childish. Do you get what what I mean? It's like, I've done a lot of work. I deserve someone who's done as much work as I have on myself. And I always look for a high value man. And yeah, that sounds very high standards. But hey, I did this on myself. And my dating pool got hella small. And I'm okay with that because I'm okay with with just waiting and dating around and seeing what fits and whatnot. And it does cause a lot of months of like, of not dating. And I'm okay with that because I know what I want. I don't have to spend years being disappointed in a relationship when I already know what I want. Like I could end things very quickly and it sucks and it hurts. But at the end of the day, I know what I want. And we got to go into that. It's 
What are they bringing to me? And then see if you want to chase that or not. It's not, will they like me? That is a very victim and insecure way of looking at things. And trust me, I just recently stopped saying that to myself of, will they like me? And it took a very strong, confident man to make me realize that. (laughs) Because it was this guy who I was pursuing. I'm like, why doesn't he want me? When clearly I'm pretty awesome, right? And it was because he wanted to go slow. He wasn't ready in his life to have a relationship, even though we had an amazing connection. And I knew I had to walk away because it was just going to be me sitting around waiting. But at the same time, I really wanted to understand this connection because we clicked so well and I didn't understand it. But that's a high value man. It's he understood that we fit. And he doesn't have the time for me right now. And all he's going to do is just disappoint me. And it's not fair to me to be disappointed. Do you see how that's different than just being conceited into your ego? Because a lot of people are into the ego like, no, they don't deserve me because their fingernails are a certain length. Like that's 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 a whole other thing. It's just I'm talking about standards. Um, That's all I'm talking about is bringing up those standards or like he or he has one that one flaw and I don't keep saying he because I'm I'm a chick so I keep saying he and it's just that one flaw like they're not going to be perfect it's just your very like values that you cannot change within you those are the things I am talking about because change is possible all the time but don't focus on changing a person because that's not going to be anywhere Love the person that is right in front of you. They are showing you right in front of you. And people do change us. But right now, it's the person that is right in front of you. That is what you need to focus on. Because it all becomes dysfunctional. Whatever we are looking for, it can become dysfunctional real quick. And it also goes with communication, which I want to talk about another time. Is we got to not be afraid to talk about what we want. Because at the end of the day, we're going to be the ones unhappy. And we'll go into detail next time but yeah guys i know it's scary and i know a lot of us are very insecure about things but work on them you're an amazing human being and you deserve the very best i truly believe you can have the love you want and it's out there but the first thing we got to do is work on ourselves. that's self-love and i know it's like oh it's so exhausting but really we want the most enriching love and we want to understand why we keep getting the the shitty relationship it's because it starts with us so we always got to remind ourselves so share it if this is something that needs to be told to somebody else that cannot reach me or doesn't know who i am so share you don't know who you're helping just by sharing this and subscribe guys because i still have some more awesome content so i will see you guys next time bye